This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at livingbyfaith.com. So, my scripture today is from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Today I'm pre- representing Pastor Barry in somehow. <laughs> Amen. I'm talking about faith. Amen. So, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. For we walk. The subject of my message is we. That's it. We. We is not a French word, you know. It's, <laughs> it's an English word that creates an inclusivity. That means you are included in the we. We are part of the body of Christ. You are part of it. You play a major role in every part. Now, when God created heaven and earth, he said, let us, that means there were two people or more, two or more, include we. You are we, me are me, and all of us are we. (laughs) Right? You and me are we. Am I right? So, when we talk about we, it means we are together. We move together. We do things together. We shift together. And that is we. Someone says we, French word, you know, the French people do not call we for, for us. We is yes. <laughs> right? But the English we, meaning that it is us. So what is your role in Christ? Now, we walk is we. When God made heavens, he said, let us. That means there were a group of people, there were some entities that came together, and they said, let us create this in unity. When we are together, we bring anointing. And that is why Saul was able to prophesy, even in an area that he was not supposed to. And they said, Saul also included. You are included. You are included in your family. You are included in your work. You are part of them. You are important everywhere you are. You and me play a very good role in our church. We are we. Amen. We are we. You cannot exclude yourself from the work of God. You cannot exclude yourself from your family. Sometimes you may feel like you don't belong there. You are part of your family. Regardless of whatever you do, you are. You are important. Say, I am important. Say it again. I am important. Everybody is important in your work. When you are absent, you are missing. People need you. When your husband is missing, you need him. When your wife is missing, you need him. When your children is out of the house, you need them. We are included. We are important. You see, when we come together, we are able to shake the earth. The people that change the earth have come here also. It is not one person that changed the world. The people that change the earth. So me and you can change the earth. Me and you can make living faith a good place to be. You see, we are placed in a certain place that we are. I am placed in my work. I am placed in living faith to play my role. And therefore, I am part of them. So I have to play my part. 
You see, if I don't play my part, I'm not fulfilling the unity, the we that the Bible talks about. And that is why before Jesus Christ went, he said, meet in Jerusalem until you receive the power from on high. And when the day of Pentecost came, Peter came out because people were amazed. How could these people come together? Because it was we. They were fulfilling the scripture. And so Jesus said that, he said, the Peter said that, ye men of Galilee, why stand he gazing into heaven? This same Jesus. Because Jesus empowered them. When we are together, we are empowered. We are able to heal. We are able to do many things. Amen. And that's what the Bible says in Psalm 133. He said how good and how pleasant it is for us to dwell together. That is we. That is we. Say, I am we. There you go. You are we. And I am we. Right? I am we. And so because we are we, we are able to move the kingdom of God. Together, we are able to move things. We are able to shift things. When you are absent, you are felt. Sometimes you may feel like you, you, know, you don't want to go to church. Sometimes you may feel like you don't want to go to work. Sometimes you may feel like you don't belong. That is the time that you have to count your presence. Whatever happens, you have to count it. When we are together, we command blessings. We command anointing. We call for things to happen. We call for things to increase. Things will increase when we are together. Amen. Amen. Together, we are we. Together, us are we. What kind of English is this sound? (laughs) Right? We are we. And because we play a major role in our lives, we function perfectly. When you are out of your work, people will be looking for you. You see, the reason why we miss Pastor Barry sometimes is because he's out. He's out. But we are here. We occupy the place. You see, I'm not going to fill in your place for you. You have to fill in your place. Do the things that God wants you to do. Move in. Do the things that God wants you to do. Husband is running away. Wife is running away from the relationship because they are afraid to be committed to the we commitment. What is the we commitment? You see, today we are running away from the responsibilities that God has given to we. I am we. Say, I am we. There you go. You see, everybody is we. And because we are we, we play our role as we. You see, the Bible talks in 1 Corinthians, and it says that we are members of one body. We are members of one body. The legs cannot say that I don't belong to the body, so the leg is going. There won't be any eyes, right? There won't be any ways to direct the legs. So the hands cannot just walk and say, hey, I don't belong to the body. Right? So we are together. We are one body. We move together and we do things together. Play your role. Don't let anything hold you down. Move around. Check your body and say, listen, I'm moving. I'm not letting anything hold me down. With togetherness, we can drive out every fear amongst us. We can increase our church. We can build our family. We can build our children. We can build our business. We can do great things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say, I am me. We are we. I play the we and I play I am. 
right? And so because you are we, you are able to do greater things. And he says we walk. We walk. Walking is walking. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 5 verse 6, he says, Enoch, walk with the Lord. Enoch, walk with the Lord. Enoch, walk with the Lord, right? What does the walking with the Lord mean? Walking with the Lord means so much. It means he walked with righteousness. It means he forget about everything. It means he walked until the Lord took him with him. He got raptured. Today, many people are afraid to be raptured. They are afraid. You wake up and you are gone. <laughs> you know, I did my colonoscopy and then, you know, I was in this room. I woke up and was in the other room. How did that happen? Right? I was here. I woke up and I was in the other room. I was raptured that moment, right? <laughs> I've experienced a rapture before and that is exactly what it is. <laughs> right? But Enoch walked with the Lord. Abraham walked with the Lord. Now Abraham, what he walked with the Lord, he forget his family. He forget his friends. And his friends even forsake him. You're hearing voices. You are following all your desires. You are selfish. You are moving out of this home. You are the head of the home. Abraham was 75. It was a time for social security. But God says, move out. Social security time. I'm going to relax and rest. Now God says you are going to work at age 75. In God, there is nothing like age. Amen. There is nothing like age. In human sight, in Ghana, when you are 50, then you are planning for retirement. They retire you the day you hit 60. Right? <laughs> you know? But God, in Abraham's social security time life, God says, I'm taking you from social security to social insecurity. You have to move out of your country, and I'm taking you to a place where you will occupy. You will increase. You will be more, and then, but leave everything that you have behind. Abraham started walking. He didn't know where he was going. He was just moving, and he says, um, you said I should go. He's the only one hearing voices. Lot was with him. My uncle is getting cuckoo because he's hearing voices. I don't hear the voice that my uncle is hearing, but well, I'll follow him. So a time came, Lord fought him. He said, you go your own way because you are hearing voices that doesn't come from anyone. Right? Abraham walked with God. He forsake his friend. His friend didn't want to see him. His family didn't want to hear his voice. He left his friends. He left everybody, but he walked with God. Walking with God will forsake you many things. You lose money. You lose friends. You lose good things. You lose your family life. You lose your life. You lose your mind, but you make it back. Amen. Walk with God. Amen. Remember, I started we, and now we are the walk, right? We walk by faith not by sight. We is me and you. We walk, right? So we march. We walk. We leave things behind. Because we are together, we are able to do things. When the Israelites left Egypt, God said, <coughs> God said, you see, move to that land. Now it's supposed to take them a very short time, but it took them 40 years. How did that happen? God wanted them to forget 
what is Egypt has built into their mentality. There are a lot of things that is in our minds, and God wants us to move out of those things. God wants you to carry him with you, so when you are in God, you have God possessing you. You have nothing coming close to you, but God alone working with you. God wants to move you. He wants to possess you. He wants you to be the only one. So when you walk with God in the light of his word, you begin to shine. You begin to see great things. You know, sickness leaves your body. You see loved ones go out of you. You are important. So God calls you to walk with him. Amen. 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 We walk by faith, not by sight. You see, walking in faith, I call faith as feeling afraid, I trust him. Whenever you are afraid, whenever you have nobody to turn to, Abraham became a father of faith. God said, move from your family, right? I believe Sarah was there. Sarah cannot complain because Abraham has said it, right? Abraham was a crazy man, if you know it. Right, a man who could circumcise hundreds of men one day. <laughs> He's a crazy man, right? That is the kind of man that God wanted. The day God says, listen, you know, you have to circumcise hundreds of people, all his wife, the household, he circumcised all of them one day. When I look at it, I say, what the hell? <laughs> this man is crazy. <laughs> You know, just, just think about him, you know. Think about him. I take my son, I took my son to the hospital, and even it took me almost two hours to do the circumcision. But this guy did over 100 men in a day. Unbelievable, right? But that is faith demands. Faith demands that you don't look at anything. Abraham already killed Isaac when the son asked him, Daddy, where are we going? Right? And so whenever something is not right, you know, always put your trust in God. Walk the faith walk. Walk the faith walk. Whatever you see yourself, walk. If you lose your husband, walk faith. If you lose your wife, walk by faith. If you lose money, walk by faith. If you lose everything, walk by faith. We walk by faith. Walk by faith. Don't look into your natural circumstances. Don't look into what your body is telling you. You walk by faith. Faith walk is walking. Walk by faith so that you will not fulfill desires of the flesh. Walk by faith. Whenever things are not right, walk by faith. You are important, so you walk by faith. When you have no money, walk by faith. When you have nothing in your accounts, walk by faith. When you have to take the bus to go to work, walk by faith. When you don't have anybody supporting you, walk by faith. Amen. We walk by faith. We walk by faith. Faith walk requires you to deny yourself. Requires you to forsake others. It requires you to walk without anybody, with no restriction, nobody looking at you. That is faith walk. When you walk with God, you fulfill the desires of the world. And God builds you up. God makes you a leader like Abraham became. You walk by faith. You walk by faith. In circumstances, you walk. Everywhere you find yourself, walk by faith. The Bible says not by sight. Because of the time, I'm not looking to my notes now. So. 
So we walk by faith, not by sight. Our senses is what is destroying us. We look too much things. We look into too much new things. Because we look and into too much things going on in our society and in our world and even in our church, we lose we. We are one. We are one. We is us, right? And so we are one. Because when we start looking, we start looking into things, then the sight is driving us. And we start losing hope. We start losing faith for those things. And so if you look into what is going on in our church, have you heard about many? When Saul repented and God told Ananias to go and pray for Saul, Ananias questioned God. And he said, I have heard about many. Hey, this guy is a dangerous man. That is side talk. Right? There's no faith talk here. When you lose your job, I don't have any money to pay my rent. That is a side talk. You see, we have to talk and walk the faith walk. You are important, so you walk the faith walk. You don't walk the sight walk. You don't walk in fear because sight is fear. Sight destroys your emotions. It destroys your internal systems. So you are not able to comprehend. You are not able to understand what God wants to do for you. God has so much for you. He has so much to do for you. So don't look into the sight. Look into God. He's the perfecter. He's the finisher. He is the concluder of your faith. Amen. God will do it for you. It doesn't matter where you find yourself. He will do it for you. Don't let any external things, don't let any outward stuff mess you up because when you look into the things that are present, those things can destroy you. They can crush you. You know, whether whatever happens when you hear somebody die with corona, it will not come near you. I'm sorry about those that lost their parents, their family, their loved ones. But listen, if you lose your loved ones, it doesn't mean that you will lose yourself. Don't be afraid. Don't live in fear. Don't live in sight. Sight is dangerous. It's wicked intentions. It's the devil that made you feel that way. He brought those to you so that you can be afraid. What should I do? Be like the Shunammite woman. When she went to Elijah, Elijah said, you know, what is wrong with you? She was looking for Elijah. She said, it is well. The sight was not looking good. She lost the son. But then she said, it is well. Don't let a sight detect for you. It is well. Amen. Sight will cripple you. Your sight will destroy you. Your work that you are losing, your boss who said you are not good, whoever said your husband, your former husband or former wife, that said you are not good, you are good for nothing, tell them that they are not. You are good for something. Amen. You are good for something. You are good for something. Amen. Amen. You see, we walk by faith and not by sight. When we walk, faith walk. When we move according to the power of God, right, sight goes down. You see, everything that comes here is from external. We are internal. We live inside. Because we live in our body here, right, the things that we see here are external. So we need to embrace the power of God that is in us and exhibit it from inside out, right? If you live outwardly, you see what's going on, what's going on will mess you up. Trust me, it will mess you up. It will mess up your mind. It will mess you up. 
when you feel pain in your body and you rely on the pain, it will mess you up. Right? Rely on God because you have the faith. Walk the faith walk. Do the things God wants you to do. Move by faith. In Jesus' name. Amen.